Broadcasting live from the Business Radio X studios in Atlanta, Georgia, it's time for GWBC Radio's Open for Business. Now, here's your host. Lee Cantor here, another episode of GWBC Open for Business, and this will be a fun one. I have with me today Nancy Gamble, and she's with a company called Higher Profile. Welcome, Nancy. Uh, thank you for having me. Can't well, wait. Well, before we get too far into things, tell us about Higher Profile. Uh, how do you serve your clients? Higher Profile is a staffing and recruiting agency, and we specialize in the marketing, advertising, graphic design, public relations field. So we help our clients who are either corporate marketing departments, design studios, ad agencies, production companies, find either freelancers to help them in a pinch, cover long-term contracting needs, and also permanent searches for their own new employees. Now, how'd you get into this line of work? Well, interesting story. I am a California, Southern California native. I was living and working in Los Angeles in the advertising industry of BBDO and some other agencies out there and Asachi and Sachi team one and, and decided after a visit to Atlanta that that was home and I just missed my calling somehow and had to get out here. So I moved out here and I was recruited by a company to start their kind of a high-end creative division of their existing company to recruit and serve the um, advertising industry. So my past experience uh, made me a good fit, and they taught me recruiting, and I have never looked back. I uh, decided to start my own firm in 2003 and have been at it ever since. Now, how does somebody get on your radar? How do you, um, how do you find the talent you need for the companies you serve? Great question. Uh, Multi-pronged approach, of course. There's no one source that that covers everything that we would look for, you know, in a, a week, a month, or a year. But number one is referrals. We take our referrals very seriously. If we have either a client or existing candidate, someone we know through business colleagues that says you need to talk to this person, I can guarantee you that we will talk to them. Um, then the next would be. Uh, obviously, we have collected over a very deep pool of existing freelancers who sometimes we call permalancers. They're they're always kind of on the hunt for their next gig, and so they are a very reliable resource for us. Um, we have job seekers that are in between jobs. They might see our postings, our social media. They might connect on LinkedIn, and then we invite them to apply. And then, of course, we go out and we headhunt from companies in the right industry for what our clients are looking for and and with the skills that we need. And of course, we use all the tools everyone uh, knows about, LinkedIn, um, Indeed, things like that. But I would say that our number one is those personal relationships and those um, custom referrals. That's what we spend most of our time generating. And then what are the trends you're seeing during this pandemic? Is, are people hiring now or are people like on pause? What is the kind of the state of the industry as you see it? Because I would imagine you're kind of a, well, that, you're getting the first look, right? You're the the headlights on this thing. Yeah. We, we oftentimes are, and this is my second big disaster. If you count 9-11, I guess it's the third, but obviously the economic recession, um, the financial one, was is acting in a very similar way in that the first people to often be cut are the existing contractors. They boil things down to their core 
W-2 staff. Uh, however, then they realize that work still needs to go on and they start slowly back, slowly adding back contractors. That usually is the first line of defense in that they don't really want to jump in with full-time W-2 employees when they're unsure and uncertain of their own future. So they may say, well, let's, let's start with a part-time contractor. We'll get a consultant on this project. So if somebody is looking for work at this time, you need to really be versed on how you want to market yourself as a consultant or contractor or, you know, the gig economy, be part of that, know what you're worth, know what the growing rates are, talk to someone like myself or an a recruiter or hiring manager to kind of get a feel for what people in your line of work are getting per hour. Um, so yes, contracting will probably be the first thing that will ramp up, but I will say companies are hiring. They had holes in their team before this started. Obviously some industries are doing great in this economy um, and some are just not as affected by a downturn as they are by having to accommodate working from home and figuring all that out. But I feel like we're past that point now. So companies have now kind of figured this out and they're ready to get back to work. Now, what type of skills are you seeing that people need during this time? Uh, digital, digital skills. Now, of course, we're in a narrow market, so we are not involved in finance and nurses and all these other areas. But within the marketing, advertising, design, a lot of communications, a lot of digital content, and digital project management, just digital marketing management. How to not only enhance but increase the flow and the clicks for their online presence, because a lot of companies that no longer operate or have very limited access to a brick and mortar way to sell their products are really ramping up their e-commerce and making sure their websites are up to date um, and, and ready to receive a lot of traffic and, and create those messages that may need to go out to their customers explaining how things are going to be different now and in the future. So communications and, and digital are, uh, are really key areas right now. Now, in your world, do you hire a lot of, are your workers remote workers, so they'll kind of seamlessly fit into this, uh, you know, during this transition, or are they have to be face-to-face in an office? You know, that has really uh, helped us in the fact that most of our, not most, I would say a good percentage of our contractors were already at home when this hit. Those that had to transition to being at home for the first time um, had to work it out and be flexible and really show a lot of initiative and extra communication because these companies that always required workers to be on site were learning as they were going. So they were learning it together and figuring it out together. And it made them, I think, actually their bond is really close. Um, the companies that have fought this for many, many years working from home um, have kind of had to come to accept it. And I do believe that many are realizing that this is a very viable way to run your business and that this could be what their future looks like whole or in part um, as they figure out how to either scale back their commercial office space they may decide to put their teams on rotation where there could be a blue team and a red team. And the blue team is Monday, Wednesday, and the you know other team is Tuesday, Thursday, and everybody's home on Friday. 
they have to spread their desks, they might be putting up plexiglass, they just may not be able to do everything the way they used to. And these freelancers and contractors and W-2 employees are having to go with the flow and really adapt to whatever environment they're put in. Now, in your organization, um, did you, when this went down, was there a big kind of transition for you? Or it sounds like your business kind of can adapt to the situation pretty easily based on what you do and how you do it. Well, to say we're completely unaffected is is not accurate. However, we have already, since 2003, we have been a work-from-home business. So as far as our work environment, our communication tools, and our way of communicating with each other with our clients has not changed. So for us, very minimal impact there. Obviously, we've had some business downturn. There, I would be you know, lying if I said you know, some clients haven't had to cancel a search or at least put it on hold. And we have a couple of contractors who were released. But for the most part, we have stayed very steady. In fact, we had some upticks in our contract work. Um, and so we are, we are secure and safe and, and so happy for that. Uh, obviously, the future is still unknown. We hope that people now that Georgia at least is on the cutting edge of opening up, we are hopeful that business will return to normal and we can all get back to you know, what we love to do and not find, you know, people big and wonderful new opportunities and jobs. Uh, we're spending a lot of our time right now helping candidates that are furloughed and laid off to improve their resumes, to guide them as to how to be prepared. Um, we're giving talks on being prepared for the recovery, job searching in, in a tough time and things like that. So we're, we're trying to reach out and help, um, as much as we can. Now, are you seeing a shift in the marketing messaging that's happening now in terms of companies? Maybe at one point it was a lot of, Hey, I buy my stuff. And now it's more of, Hey, we're all going through this tough time together and we're here to help. Like, are you seeing a shift in the messaging? Absolutely. And those that don't shift are standing out like really sore thumbs. So the shift is not only a trend, it's, it's, it's like the people who don't shift to a, we're here for you. We care. We want you to be well over anything else. Those people are really going to damage their brand because they didn't shift. Um, so we really encourage all businesses to not be silent. That's another thing that is happening in some cases. Some people don't know what to say, feel that if they're not selling their product, what else are they going to talk about? So you have to not only come up with what you want to say to your existing clients and to prospects and any of your other stakeholders, but lets them know that you are still here, that you're going to be here when they're ready, and that you actually care about them. And and those types of messaging makes key, excuse me, key communication people within your organization are very vital right now because that messaging is maybe all you have until business starts to boom. Um, so it's a, it's a really important thing. I think having a crisis communication plan built into your organization um, and be ready. We don't know. This could all happen again all, and it could be a deja vu. So be ready with how you want to communicate um, to your prospects and customers. Now, uh, talk about GWBC. How have has that organization helped your uh, business? 
Oh, GWBC has always been uh, something that we are certified uh, with. It's been a very important part. It's a great door opener for getting into large corporations who value a diversity program. And it also, they also put a lot of learning and training out to their members. Uh, obviously, things like this are unique to GWBC. And so we are, are proud members. And I think the fact that most people are really looking at their networks and they're looking at the connections and the human connection they've made over the years will make organizations like GWBC a vital part of your business plan going forward because you can pick up the phone and call someone that you sat with at several luncheons, you know, and be able to say, Hey, I'm, I'm struggling right now. Like I need to talk to a few women who own businesses. Um, how can we get together? And I think that that network is there for you and you don't realize how important it is until you either don't have it or you go through something like COVID-19. Now, Nancy, if somebody wanted to learn more and have more substantive conversation uh, with you or somebody on your team, is there a website? Sure. You can go to www.hire-profile.com. Well, good stuff. Thank you so much for sharing your insights and your story today. My pleasure. and I love what you do. Keep doing it. Thank you. All right. This is Lee Cantor. We will see you all next time on GWBC's Open for Business.